Rant and Rave is brought to you by Andrews Technology Group. Make sure you hit them up at A-N-D-R-E-W-S Technology Group.com. DJs, promoters, small business owners, get your technology and website needs met. Hey, Soka lovers, it's Soka Say So. And this chick. And we're back. It's episode six of season four. And this season, we're tackling pivoting in the new normal. Today, we are so excited to have Mr. Pivoting himself. We have Kevin Crown, DJ from New York City with Grenada Roots, who is going to tell us how he pivoted in 2020 and all of the projects and plans he has going on as we move forward. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin Crown. Hey, ladies, ladies. How are you doing, ladies? <laughs> What's going on? What's up? Wow, well, go on. <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And I, and I feel the need to say, bum, 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 bum. wow. <laughs> now, it is super exciting to have you on this podcast. I don't want to date you, but I do want to say you've been in the game for a while. So I'm not going to put a number to that. <laughs> That's up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell the people. But I remember going to Rebel Nightclub in the city. I remember yeah. going to SOBs. Yeah. I yeah. remember seeing Kevin Crown shutting down clubs left, right, and center. Yeah. And one of the things that I truly have to admit is I don't know what it was about you, but every time you told women to do something, they complied on the stage. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, Rebel used to have like the cages and stuff. So, you know, wow. yeah, wow. yeah. Way so, back days, right? So, um, <laughs> um, before Rebel, um, I've been DJing since I'm 12 years old. Um, music was a, a, a lover, a, a love of mine, not a lover. Music was a love that and dance. My mother used to tell me I was a very, very, um, um, problem child. I was one of those babies that you couldn't get to stop crying. The only way she got me to s- stop crying was through music. And then I would get up and dance. So, you know, I fell in love with music. Age of 12, I started DJing. I've been outside playing music since I'm 15 years old. So I've got over two decades outside playing. Um, I went to college at 16. So I was doing college parties at 16 you know, um, doing a whole college circuit, um, Buff State, City College, Brooklyn College, Oswego, Syracuse, Binghamton, um, you know, a lot of the East Coast colleges, um, you know, especially up north was uh, that was my playground before I even got into the clubs. So by the time Rebel came around, I was almost 10 years already in the game, wow. you know, and um, as far as the the, the females I, I think I just provided a space for women to do what they already wanted to do. I just, it's, it's just like a timing thing, I guess, but it definitely worked out. <laughs> way, to, way to put that on them. Like, I don't know. I didn't tell them to do anything. No, I mean, I, I did, <laughs> but um, it's a certain kind of psychology I used to use and it would work like 99.9% of the time. So, but you know, so you're in the game for a long time. So you've been out and about and you've used to these huge crowds and making people do what you want them to do when they hear that music. Yes. What was your first thought when you realized, wow, we have to stay inside because of COVID-19. This, this is going to be different. What was, what was okay. your what was My your thought? first thought for 12 hours, I was in a panic. For 12 hours, I was in a panic. Um, you know, I'm a full-time DJ. This is um, um, no disrespect to anybody who does it as a hobby or, you know, anybody who does it on the side. This is my main bread and butter by choice. You know, I had choices to do other things. I'm a college graduate. I do have a trade under my belt. There are other things I could do, but this is what makes me happy. This is my passion. This is something I could do when I'm sick, when I'm tired, when I'm depressed. You know, I could do it any day or night. So this is the lane that I've chosen to um, make for myself. So I, my calendar was heavy with dates all the way till November. And, you know, slowly but surely I saw thousands of dollars just 
disappear, evaporate. Mm-mm. So, you know, for 12 hours, I was a little nervous. But um, from coming from a radio background, I, I developed a studio in my house that, you know, for various reasons, it was just easier for me to, uh, to, to broadcast from home. And as technology grew, you know, I, I always, you know, kept up to date with technology as far as streaming. So I had the capabilities there, but my studio was collecting dust um, because, you know, I was always on tour. I was in and out in planes. We lived, you know, in the airports and slept on the planes. That was our life. And, you know, for 12 hours, I was like, oh, my God. And then I, 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 I did the Uber Soka, um, the first virtual Zoom FET. And when I was done, I knew I was going to be all right. And I spent um, the greater part of that day, probably 16 hours in my studio, updating on my firmware, um, re-acclimating myself to all everything I had, things I bought that I never used. I was hooking up and making things happen. And then I, I knew I was going to um, be okay because I knew um, the streaming capabilities I had was probably better than 95% of everybody else. So I knew I was going to be okay. Nice. And we are seeing you do it. We are seeing the morning show. We are seeing you, you know, making sure these stay top of mind. But you mentioned you had other things going on. You you have a degree. You had a trade. You also were doing your fitness motivation and all of that. How did did all of that come about? Well, the, the funny thing about that, the, you know, the first couple of weeks when, you know, you had all these conspiracy theories and you had all these home remedies, you know, the things that I've been preaching for so long about health, fitness, um, exercise, um, diet, you know, it, I, everything I was saying was beginning, I was being proven right in real time, you know, and people were just asking me, Kevin, you know, what were those, those blood cleansers you were talking about? What was those, the, the CMOS you was taking? Um, I need some home workouts. So, um, like my fitness, uh, some people would, 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 when they see me, uh, post a picture and I have my shirt off, you know, they say, oh, this guy is, uh, he's a show off or he's, he's cocky, not realizing, um, in the past 10 years, I've had three surgeries. Um, the first major surgery I had, my radial nerve was severed and I was, uh, disabled for a year and a half. And just being able to, to, to overcome that and do the things that I do and accomplish everything I've accomplished 10 years later, I think it's a blessing. And I, and I post those pictures and I tell people, listen, if I could do it, still having nerve damage to this day, you know, I still have limited range of motion in, in both my hands, um, just to do the things and never use it as a crutch or excuse. Uh, it's just like something I use as a motivational tool. So I think in these times, um, I think everything I've done thus far just prepared me to be able to operate in these times. So, so you've been vocal about, um, you've been vocal about the virus, about, um, music, about working out. Um, you've also been um, vocal about some social justice issues. Yes. Do you recommend others to use their platform? Uh, in the same way to talk about social justice issues? I mean, if I, I I can't recommend somebody to do something if it's not in them to do it, you know, I've, uh, I, 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 some people say I should become a motivational speaker. Um, I do a lot of things that I don't promote. Like I, I go to visits to high schools throughout the city and elementary schools. And I talk to young, um, young, young men and young women tell them my story, give them some advice. I'm also a a Taekwondo instructor. As far as other people, if you're not that type of person, I don't want you to do it just to keep up with the Joneses. Or you see a Kevin Crown doing it, or you see a a, a Rigo doing it, or you see a Corey K doing it, then you feel like you should do it because then it becomes disingenuous and it becomes watered down. And then it defeats the whole purpose because, you know, we don't need everybody Everybody can't do it. But what I will say is if you see somebody who is doing it, you could use your platform to support that person. Maybe you feel the way I do, but the way I speak 
and the way I present it is something you can never do where you can say, hey, yo, everybody go to Kevin Crown's page or retweet something or forward something or, you know, it's, it's, it's that simple. You could, everybody, you could use your platform in many ways. So if you can't speak about it and you're not vocal or you don't have the mindset to do it because everybody's dealing with this thing different people, lost family members, people, you know, everybody's in a, in a different mental state. So if you're not just not mentally there, but you feel like you could do something, you could, you know, use your platform to support somebody who is doing it. Nice. Yeah, we've seen that recently. I mean, you know, the situation in Nigeria, the NSARS movement, yeah. people have been kind of cyberbullying celebrities and being like, you need to use your platform to say something about this, especially those that have profited off of Afrobeat, yeah. right? So they're like, come on, use your platform for this. Yes. But you're saying as long as it's genuine. Yeah, I, 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 when, when something is, is disingenuous, uh, uh, you know, I think people tune out. And I think you could be doing whatever, whatever movement it is. I think you could be doing more harm than good when, um, when doing that, because for instance, black lives matter, you know, I don't know everything about the organization. I don't know everything about the movement. I don't know who owns it. I don't know who started from it. I don't know who profits from it, but I do believe in the statement black lives matter. You know, and I have no issues with saying the statement because I believe in a statement. What people have done, they've taken that statement and made it a symbol. And it's either you believe in black lives matter or you believe in all lives matter. And if you're saying all lives matter, you're basically saying black lives matter and black mm -hmm. lives matter. It's not saying other lives don't matter. It's basically saying, listen, I'm here too. Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm here too. I think it's, I think it's all semantics. I think it's very childish. And I think it's everybody needs to, to, to really, really, really grow up and see the bigger picture. This is, this is something that's um, not just dividing, you know, um, the races, it's dividing black people. And it, 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 it is sickening to watch. And, and I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really sick of it to tell you the truth. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that it's a, it's a heated topic. Yeah. Right. It's, it's definitely one of those things that people, especially if they're public figures, they're afraid to touch. Right. They don't want to offend. They don't want to say the wrong thing. All of a sudden they go viral because they misspoke on something. Right. And like it, you just never know. It's, it's, it, I think we live. I think I, I, I don't know what happened, but, you know, I remember growing up where you didn't have to be so politically correct. Everybody knew when a joke was a joke. Everybody knew when when you know, we could, we could speak freely. And, and if the thing about it that kills me with this whole time we're in the person who should be held in the highest regard, he has, he, he, he has free reign to say whatever he wants. People defend him. Mm -hmm. That's the way he is. But comedians, artists, mm -hmm. DJs, public figures have to tippy toe about everything we say because we don't want to offend anybody. And I, I, you know, I think, I think it's, 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 it's time to just put that to an end. If you don't like what I said, you don't have to be my friend. You don't have to follow me. You don't have to support anything I do, but you shouldn't attack other people who do. And I think, I think if we get back to that, we'll be all right. Everybody's not supposed to like everybody and everybody, it's not supposed to be kumbaya. You know what it is is supposed to be is I respect you as a human being. And I respect you have different opinions and you could live and do your thing. I'm going to do my thing over here. That's, that's nice. what I feel about it. Nice. But I will say something. Um, I completely disagree with, with something you've said before. Okay. And so I'm going to call you on it because okay. you were talking about, we shouldn't cancel Palance, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 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 Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about. It. Would you 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 want to present your your um you you want to present your the some some facts to, to support sure, the statement? Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll state my case. Okay. So okay, honestly, listen. When I'm in a place where people don't know Soka, I don't care what Soka song comes on. I'm I'm vibing with it because these people don't know Soka. So I'm just happy to hear Soka. So in that case, like when we were in Ghana, I will dance to Palance because I was not expecting it. Okay. But when I'm in a Soka party. 
and I see a DJ that I know is talented or I know is good, but they can't figure out how to move the crowd. And so they throw on what Soka Say So has called the mix of death, which includes Palance. Mm-hmm. Now we got a problem. So, okay. Um, would you put me in one of those categories as a DJ who doesn't know what he's doing? Not at Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so I, I think I know the mix you're talking about. It probably starts with, you make me wanna. And then you go, then you go, um, um, everybody take a jump, take a All jump, right. take a jump. And then it goes, let me see you raise your hand. I put them in the air. And then you might, I want to see your right hand. So you know that. And then and then maybe you could go follow my ding ding ding. Maybe you don't have to. And and then you probably go to Palancin when we on the road. It, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly her mix of death. Okay. That is like the exact mix of death. Okay. So let me let me let me let me as as somebody who's been in this game for so long, I was around and I don't want to say I was the originator of that mix, but I was around when DJs kind of made that segment, let me tell you why that segment was made and hear me out. I was a DJ that could play in corporate parties. I could play in radio stations. I could play in clubs. I could play in garrisons in the Bronx. I could play in garrisons in Brooklyn. I could play uptown. I could play downtown and I could also play in the city. There were certain venues and there still might be certain venues where anything caribbean i don't care if it's afrobeat soca calypso denry jab whatever it is it's reggae music to them right Mm -hmm. and we started noticing that they didn't gravitate towards genres they gravitated towards towards certain songs right and for, for as 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 a person they fall in love with DJs first, right? If they if they know you as a DJ, you could get away with playing certain stuff. Certain DJs they don't like can. So we had to win the crowd over. You know, I've been told by urban people, Kevin, I don't really notice this this reggae stuff, but I love you. You understand? So we use those songs as a gateway to our culture. Like when I went, the thing, the beauty, the beautiful thing about my rebel days is, I, I said, yo. Nobody in here lives in Manhattan. So I'm not going to play like we in Manhattan. I'm going to play like we in Brooklyn. I'm going to play like we in the Bronx. I'm going to play like we in Jersey. You know what I mean? I'm going to play like we in the West Indies. That was my, that was my um, kind of like claim to fame that we was in a city, but we was a party like we was in a city. And, you know, songs like Palance that helped me introduce so many people to soca music and, that could have inspired them to say, yo, let me listen to a Kevin Crown Soka mix. I know people who are hardcore, hardcore hip-hop or hardcore dancehall fans. Didn't want to have nothing to do with Soka, right? Now you see them in every Soka fet. And it was because of songs like Palance. And mind you, Palance has been remade at least four or five times. Let's not get it twisted. You know, the, the mm-hmm. song is different, but the, there's plenty of Palan songs that live on, you know, and come out every year, run to the left, run to the right, run up and down, run here. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's okay. We understand the song was overplayed, but to, to kill, to, to kill a song and, and protest a song when our genre hasn't reached where it needs to, to, to reach. I think that's one, it's a disservice to the genre Two, it's selfish to the people who are discovering it because I go to, I go to countries and I go to islands, for example, split in the middle came out in 2014, right? It didn't blow until maybe three years later. Now suppose DJs who've been playing the song was like, yo, this is played out. Yo, split in the middle. We've been splitting in the middle. Y'all look whack because this song is old. Instead of saying, you know, 
now is getting its full legs. It's I think it would have been a disservice to the people and it had been a disservice to the artist and everybody involved because, you know, different songs make different runs in different markets at different times. Let you know, I, I, I'm, 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 it's not saying I'm defending Palance. I don't have any rights to Palance. I'm just defending our music because you don't see in rock and roll when you hear, you know, a rock and roll song from the 80s. Yo, we don't like that song anymore. It's it's just something that doesn't happen. So I don't think we should be killing any of our songs. That's my take on that. I'd like to counter. OK. Um, <laughs> so here I think. Um, there's one side, there's the diehard Soka lover who, you know, listens to Soka all the time, goes to Soka events all the time, and they're fed up. They're tired of that song. But I really and truly think that they're not tired of this song. They're tired of how the DJ treats the song. Um, so one is the mix of death. So a predictable set, no mm -hmm. one wants to hear that, right? Okay. And like, um, and then two, the way a lot of DJs get so amped, like this is something you never heard before in your life. And this, you know, this is it is a, it, that turns people off. I like, like when you say, um, hmm, there's some Elton John songs, some Billy Joel songs. They are very old much older than Palance. And when you hear them, the whole crowd is singing along. Yes. Um, because there's a respect for the song that comes through that it's not, all right, you guys don't know anything. So I'm going to play this, or this is the first time you ever heard it. I'm going to play it. I think it's how the song is treated more so than the song itself, because listen, I will play, I could play any of those songs that you just mentioned on Tune Tuesday and people are losing their minds and they're like, don't cut it off. This is awesome because I play them one at a time. And I also know DJs that mix them in with different songs. If you have a find a new way to introduce Palance into your set, it's fire. People love it. Especially the the, the diehard soca lovers. It's it's the it's the predictability that 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 they can't stand. I think more so than the song itself. Even though people will tell you, "Oh, I hate Palance, I hate Palance," it is it is. I think it's the predictability and and the disrespect of the listener. Well, I would like to counter. <laughs> I would like to counter. Um, as a DJ and as a as an entertainer. Somebody whose whose job it is to not only study crowds but entertain crowds, and I, I I look at crowds as 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 you know this person could have spent their last to be here. This person could have got some bad news. This person could have got out of, out of a breakup, lost their job, or this person could be celebrating the time of their life. And it's the time I'm on stage is my job to make this crowd of people have a great time. Um. I don't know what you say, like when a DJ is how how we're supposed to act, but I'm always going to be, especially me, I'm always going to give a thousand with whatever I play, because if I give half energy, I'm going to get back half energy. So if I was to play Palance, it's funny, I haven't played Palance in a very long time. I haven't play, played it on my life throughout the pandemic. I, 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 I almost never play that song. Nowadays, because there's so there is a lot of great soca music to play. You know what I mean? It's 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 a lot of great soca music to play. I'm not I'm not um, faulting you for um, just bringing up Palance, but I think if I did, the fact that I I'm 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 very spontaneous when I play music. I I don't know per se what I would do, but I'm pretty sure if I'm pulling Palance, I would trust that I would get the majority of the, crew, the the crowd to to move and if i'm on a stage and let's say it's 5000 people and i get 4200 to move and 800 people didn't move i think i did my job <laughs> you, 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 you understand and it's it's as a dj as an entertainer as a blogger you're never going to please everybody all at once 
Ask Marshall Montano. Marshall Montano could go up and perform for two hours. You know what somebody's going to say? Boy, I just see he do that last night. <laughs> I just see the girl, the girl go split and the man go flip. And I just see he do that last night. Not realizing there's hundreds of people who probably seen it for the first time. Let them live. Listen, you know, enjoy for what it is. I I have to commend you on uh, <laughs> speaking up for um, other people's sins. <laughs> um, because <laughs> uh, neither district nor I count you as a lazy DJ. Okay. And so I really appreciate you giving voice to those people who can't, <laughs> who oh. we're not talking to right now. Oh, yeah. Listen, um, listen, listen. So, I, I, like I said, before the interview, I have nothing to hide, and like I don't, I don't feel I fall into that category of predictability or 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 lazy or somebody who hits a panic button. Um, I I I I'm not. I don't want to say I'm cocky, but I'm very confident in my craft because I've invested so much time in my craft. I've 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 missed birthdays. I've missed my 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 youngest her first steps. I've missed I I this my my daughter who just turned 13. This is the first time I was actually with her on her birthday since she was about 5 years old. You know so I've I've sacrificed so much to 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 do this at such a high capacity that I no I don't I don't I don't, I could I could very well get on your side and 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 talk to about the DJs who are that I like that but I honestly don't feel it's fair. Because it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, we, you, 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 you ladies are in the industry. So I can't look at you ladies as the consumer. You, you guys have inside knowledge and you guys are in the industry. So you guys are looking at it from a different space. You know, you're, y'all, y'all are going to always be very analytical when y'all are partying. Y'all might Go there, start analyzing, and then have a good time. But honestly, even me, I'm there. I'm going to be analyzing. I'm going to be looking. I'm looking at decor. I'm looking at lighting. I'm looking, listen mm-hmm. to the sound system. I'm looking at the, the delivery of the, the speech, how many times this song got repeated. A lot, a lot of things when other people, they just want to get drunk and get <laughs> lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad you understand because no, we have gotten that kind of feedback where it's like, you just want to come to the party. And I'm like, do you understand it's easier when I'm not covering facts. your party? <laughs> just go. Like, I'd rather pay my $40, $60, go to the party and not do anything, not have to look at any of that, not have to think about, okay, what DJ was on, who moved the crowd, what was this like? Because, you know, for this chick, I'm introducing this soca party scene to the neophytes, the people who aren't coming, right? right? So I'm making it accessible to them. So I have to look at, like you said, everything, decor, lighting, sound system. Is this a good venue? What was security like? Are people waiting too long online because the promoter wants to big up himself and show the line 20 times? Like, it, it's a lot. Right. So, yes, I'm glad so, you understand. So if I see you ladies in a fet, no disrespect, I'm not going to be looking to see, oh, they're moving. I'm not trying to move y'all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know, it's not a disrespectful way, but... <laughs> y- y'all are, I look at y'all more as the industry and you know when you go to a party that the consumers it's for the consumers and the customers and you're trying to impress the industry sometimes the consumer loses out mm-hmm. you know and it, that's you, fair. You, you understand I'm yeah, not gonna play palace because the industry don't like it but the the crowd <laughs> will you know Makes sense. So speaking of the industry, Mm -hmm. because the industry is hurting right now, what do you think is going to happen when things start to quote unquote reopen whenever that is, when we're able to travel and tour and go to Fed? I think Palance will bust up the place. (laughs) I think when that first Fed, you could play Nani wine, feeling hot, hot, hot. Dollar wine. I think everybody's going to experience everything all over again for the first time. I think it's going to be very emotional. I think it's going to be um, something that I think so much so much of us, you know, we, we live for. But at the same time, we took for granted. 
I traveled so much all over the West Indies. I was touring three years straight. Ask me how many times I, I went to the beach. I went sightseeing just to go. How many times I said, you know, I'm going to take an extra day just to sit in the sun. Now I have time for that. I go, I go in on the beach next, next week. I go, I, I could do that anytime. You know, I think, I think this right here was a humbling experience and said, Alia, sometimes Alia need to, you know, sit back and appreciate what you got. So I think that is, that is gone. I think, mm -hmm. you know, with time, you know, I don't know if we're going to get back to what we was. I don't honestly think, but I don't think it's going to be a, a, a bad thing. I, I honestly feel like, especially with the, um, the, in, the, 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 the technology, I think we're going to be able to implement some dope things with, um, technology, um, especially, um, you know, with the carnival circuit and people who can't travel, you know, um, I'm, I'm already doing parties where, you know, I'm playing for my studio and I'm playing for a packed club in another country because the, the country's closed, the borders are closed, but the country itself is open and they're going to clubs. So they import me in and they throw me up on a TV screen and my music is playing and I could see the crowd moving. So I see things like that implementing in, in, in the industry. So I think it's going to be pretty dope. Hmm. Very nice. nice. I hope you're right. I mean, minus that thing, but I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 when I see you, when I see you, cause I hug in, I hug in, I hug in everybody. I hug in everybody when I see everybody. When when I where I don't know what country we're gonna be in, but when it happens, I'm gonna go and whisper in your ears. I said, I told you. <laughs> see, I'll take the mm -hmm. L then. All right. I just gonna when, say, mm -hmm. A mm -hmm. lot of a lot of businesses in their first opening, right before they have their official launch, they have they have a soft opening. And I feel like Brooklyn has already Brooklyn and some other places have already have a soft opening. So there have been some some fet some events some parties yeah um, already yes um, and we've seen that you've attended some things. Do you like? Do you feel like you have to approach those events differently now? Do you interact um, with people differently? Well. I, I'm, I was never like a mixy person. If you ever noticed when I walk into a venue, I'm all about my business. So I walk in and I go straight to the sound. And normally it's like maybe an hour before I play, you know, I'll, I'll make contact with, um, people I know, maybe DJs, maybe promoters. And, you know, I'll sit by the stage, analyze the crowd and I'll play. And then maybe afterwards I will go and dance in the crowd or maybe I have to go to another event. Um, you know, I always walk with my mask now. Um, I'm more observant. But, um, you know, the first couple of events, I was uh, a little bit apprehensive. But um, it's basically the same demographic of people. It's basically the same people in all these parties. And, you know, in, 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 in Brooklyn, in, in our demographic, the numbers haven't gone up. I don't know anybody personally who knows anybody personally who's gotten sick from those events. Um, all of my friends that I've been in contact with throughout the quarantine, like been in my studio, you know, we've been throughout the quarantine. They get tested quite frequently. My girlfriend gets text tested um, once a week. She was getting tested twice a week because she was a, 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 a essential worker. Oh, she is an essential worker. I've gotten tested. No antibodies. No, no, no COVID. Um, you know, I I take a lot of precaution. Um, I'm not uh, a, a irresponsible person. Um, you know, um, I think that goes without saying. If you see, you know, how how many years I've been operating at the capacity I've been operating, and at the end of the day, um it's still a free country and you got to do what works for you and works for your family. We could say, Oh, you know, you could give it to somebody. Um, you know, you might come in contact with somebody who may get it. You might be a carrier. You got to understand mental, mental health is real and it's not addressed in our community. And there's some people who don't have nobody. They don't have no kids. They don't have any family 
or maybe their family's in another sp- space. They don't have a b- girlfriend. They don't have a boyfriend. A lot of these people need that interaction. So we can't be too judgmental. You know, a lot of people, I've, I've heard people say things, um, you guys are doing this, you know, out of greed. You guys are doing this out of this and out of that. Um, just to address, you know, those people, you know, if, if, if you're going to address those things where you view as negative, I would like you to address all of the positive things, me and everybody else you, you guys want to talk about that has done during this pandemic, all the fundraising we've done, all the, uh, the, 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 the lives we have done. I'm talking about the, me standing up. I, I stand up. Sometimes I sit down now, but I'm in my house three hours a day, Monday through Friday, playing music, interviewing artists, taking phone calls. And the first time I did it, you know, I just did it. And I got so many, so much feedback. Kevin, I suffer from anxiety or my family member suffers from anxiety. And, you know, when you're on and not just you, all the DJs is really helping me. You know, I've, I've, people have told me, yo, I've contemplated suicide, Kevin, but something you told me, it actually helped me. And I want to thank you. And when these people are seeing me out, it's a different type of energy. It's, it's Kevin. Oh my God. Thank you so much. It's, 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 it's different. So for people to say we're doing this for profit, it's not for profit, man. This is to, to me, this is, this is one it's a, it's, 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 it's about humanity. You know, it's, it's about humanity. It's, 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 it's just is what it is. There's other ways to make money, but that's, that's, that's my honest take on it. People are always going to have something negative to say. And I would just say, yo, if, if you're going to say the negative, please, please shine light on the positive. Because when you shine light on the positive yourself, you know, people say you're opportunists. So more, more time, I just do the good deeds in silence. But that's basically how I feel. Hmm. Well, we have seen that. We have seen you, especially in the parties, you know, especially protesting everything. We see you with your mask. You know, I, I will say, you know, like Soka Say So said, you, you're sticking up for some people who, who aren't as honorable as you are. But I definitely do commend you for at least when I see it, you always seem to be being yeah. responsible. Yeah, I mean, I have two beautiful kids. You know, I have a family who's who's dependent on me. I, I, you know, people could they they could see something, and or they could see a clip, and you know they can make it any interpretation. But I sleep very well at night, and like I said, nobody around me has gotten sick in seven months. So, knock nice. on wood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, just to wrap up for, for the people listening, because we obviously invited you on this podcast because we, we respect yes. what you do. We appreciate all the different moves you are making. You are definitely a yes. busy man. Um, what advice do you have for the other DJs, the other entrepreneurs, you know, other people moving in this space? How are they supposed to adapt to, you know, not just the curves of what happened in 2020, but it looks like 2021 is going to have some issues as well. What's your advice for them for just how to pivot, well, how to I adapt? Think some, some, some of the DJs need to play catch up. Um, some of you DJs need to play catch up. You, 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 you are upset because you're not giving the certain, um, how can I put this, the certain opportunities that certain DJs get. You, you, you guys are not doing the bare minimum. You guys don't have proper logos. When you guys look on your Instagram, your Instagram looks all kind of crazy. You guys don't take professional pictures. You guys don't do the bare minimum. That is the bare minimum. Any business coming out logo proper pictures presentation a clear-cut you know um bio of what you are what are you are you a dj are you an mc are you a host are you a producer what are you you know and 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 as far as now once you get those things done 
you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, out of sight, out of mind. You gotta, you gotta get on the radar of something. You gotta, if you're gonna start a podcast, you're gonna do some mixes. You're gonna do something. If you don't, people are not gonna want to see you when this quarantine is done. You think seven, eight, nine, ten months, a year, a year and a half could go by, and they find out you was all right and you was just collecting unemployment, watching Netflix. When they were in dire need of you. Yeah, what happened to your fans? I'm talking to artists too. Artists, artists would just sit back, relaxing, not putting out any content. Come on, like your fans need you. Step up to the plate. Um, it's 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 an excellent opportunity for young artists and young DJs to step up and honestly develop your own crowd. You know, um, I've been in this game a long time and I'm always acting like, Kevin, you're not doing enough. What else can you do? You know, and, you know, when I perform, you know, I, I take on this larger than life character. But, you know, there, there are doubts. There's, there, don't get it twisted. It's not always I'm going to do. I, there are doubts. There are doubts. There's sometimes where, you know, I got to pray. And there's a prayer I say, you can ask, you can ask Private Ryan, you can ask Rigo, you can ask Chow. There's a prayer that I say before we touch a big stage, we perform together every time. And I've, I've said this prayer before I've done my lives. I've said this prayer before I've done shows virtually. Um, you know, uh, DJs, artists, if you don't come out of this thing, um, with a, a, a clearer understanding of self, then you missed a life, a, a once in a lifetime opportunity, which is never going to come again. And you probably won't be doing this anymore. You know, there's going to be DJs and artists that's probably not going to be doing this anymore. You know, it's as real as that. Oh, can I, can I, can I, can I just give um, um, content creators some advice? People, you know, Ladies Absolutely. such as yourselves, um, people who do interviews, people, let me tell you a story. Um, anybody who knows the, um, the dance hall dancer, Bogle, Mr. Mr. Wacky, mm -hmm. I was the last person to interview Bogle before he died. He died two weeks after my interview with Bogle. Um, it wasn't my interview. It wasn't a Kevin Crown interview. It was just a company I was working for. And I was DJing and they said, Kevin, we like your personality. We want you to interview Bogle. I said, hey, I'm a dancer. I would love to. And I, you know, I interviewed him and, you know, then he died. And that interview has gone viral so many times. And then people look back, oh, oh, snap, that's Kevin Crown. Take your, your interviews, take the moments in time seriously, catalog them and post them. Even if it gets... 10 views, 50 views, 100 views. This is a, a moment in time. And you don't know what's going to happen to the person that you're interviewing. So if you have the opportunity or the means, do it, cultivate it, catalog it, and put it out to the world because, you know, we're all human beings, man. And, you know, I appreciate getting to uh, express myself in this way because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. And at least you guys have you know, intimate recording of me and a lot of other people that you could say, hey, listen, this is uh, this person's legacy if this person is no longer here. So you guys are actually creators, curators of the culture. So I want to thank you. No pressure. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. pressure. No. <laughs> no, this is this is definitely, you know, we always want to make sure that we are providing content. We are making our culture accessible. We are making sure people know about the movers, the shakers, the influencers, and even the unsung yes. heroes in our industry. Um, so definitely big up to you for, for also creating that content, those mixes, you know, having those interviews, doing your show. Before we let you go, you have to tell the people how they can stay up to date with everything. All right. Everything Kevin, Kevin Crown is, is real simple, real easy. Kevin Crown music all across the board. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, we just started the Twitch. The Twitch is doing nicely. We're over 400 followers on Twitch. Um, if anything happens with Instagram, 
Um, cause as you guys know, my show, it, 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 it's nice looking and everything, but it's actually, it's, it's like a, it's like a, a hack. It's not like a, a real, you know, um, stable thing we do on Instagram, you know, but it's working for now. But at any given moment, Instagram could change the rules and we won't be able to do the show on Instagram, but there's Twitch, there's YouTube, there's Facebook. Um, also, um, just look out for some Kevin Crown Productions as a producer and a executive producer. Uh, also, um, I've, I was featured on a track with Problem Child on his, his new album um, that's set to come out. Um, the title track is Shake It Up, Problem Child featuring Kevin Crown. We have uh, some projects um, with Big Red Production coming out, the Jab Debrick Rhythm, and we also have my rhythm called the Inside the Fet Rhythm that we're shopping around with artists right now. So um, one of my major goals for 2020, I think I'm more than accomplished, was to do you know, a production as a contribution to the culture, and I've more than done that. And uh, you know, that's uh, just look out for uh, Kevin Crown, the producer. <laughs> nice. It's coming. Mm. Hey. <laughs> yeah. They heard it here first. <laughs> it's coming. We will definitely look out for it. We'll put everything in our show notes so that people can, you know, click on live links and they can also join your yes, morning, morning show. show. Uh, nine yes, to 9 to 12 Eastern, Eastern right? Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And um, I don't know when this is going to be uh, aired, but October 30th, my birthday party in Atlanta. October 31st, New York City, Insidious 8, costume, mask, or mandatory. And it's the biggest, the baddest, the modest, the gladdest costume <laughs> experience ever. <laughs> well, we always see the production you put into just promoting your birthday I think, party. I, so, I think me and my yeah. brother, Young Chow, was the last of the Mohicans when it comes to creative promotion. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think we are when it comes to when it comes to promoters and DJs, I think we are the last of the promoter, the last of the Mohicans when it comes to the actual promotion. Production, you know, we got my guys like Private Ryan and you know a bunch of a bunch of guys that do above and beyond with production for in a party, but promotion, I think me and Chow are last last of the Mohicans when it comes to that. Got it. Wow. Mm, <laughs> So that's another thing that people need to to take the advice of Kevin Crown for. Do your yeah, promotion, I mean, man. Like, <laughs> if you guys ever seen my my Halloween flyers, technology has mm-hmm. it where I could easily get a movie poster, take my face, and super, you know, put it on a um a, 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 a image, you know, and it could look very good, could look very dope. But I think I think that's cheating the game, and that's not me. And I, I always want to push the envelope uh, physically and, 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 and creatively. And it's, it's just something that I feel as, you know, people look forward to. If somebody, somebody said the, um, on Instagram yesterday, he's been collecting my flyers for over 20 years. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. And you immediately contacted yourself. Well, no, <laughs> I kind of know, know who he is. I kind of know who he is, but strangely enough, to be honest, ladies, I I don't have a security team, but I realized last year that I probably need one because um, I was performing on stage in an, at an event and I was attacked by uh, a female patron and she ripped my shirt off my back and wow. scratch, scratched me on my neck and ran away like she stole something while I was on stage. And, you know, in that instant, somebody said, Kevin, boy, you make it, boy. You make it. (laughs) (laughs) They're ripping your clothes off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, security team, when we outside, outside, I think I'm definitely going to need that for sure. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you know you don't want those ladies running up to you ripping your clothes off. Oh, oh no, no, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say, <laughs> if there was a Me Too movement for males, I would probably be the president because I've had a plenty of my own Me Too movements that I I didn't ask for. And I didn't really even appreciate, to be honest with you. Like, but hey, 
I don't want to be that guy crying about them type of stuff. But I'm just saying, these things do happen. Nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah especially when it's unwanted, understood, understood. Yeah. Yeah. It does happen. Well, we will, we will, you know, throw you a high five or something. Oh, so no, nah, y'all good. All, y'all are good. I'm not outside. talking about all your good. <laughs> all your, I'm, not, I'm not talking about y'all. Who are you talking about? I know what I'm talking about. And I don't, I don't think y'all would indulge in behavior like that. I don't think it's, we're not talking about hugs or we ain't talking about that. We talking about full on, uh, you know, come here. Inappropriate. Yeah, grabbing, touching. touching, tugging. Yeah. Ladies, yeah. what is wrong with you? Come on. Yeah, I, I, I got orc. surrounded in Trinidad. Oh, that's scary. And I had to, and I, and I and I and I and I picked up my hands and I and I was like, "Me too, me too, me too, me too, me too, me too," and I walked away. Mm. And I then I searched myself wow. to make sure they didn't steal my phone or my wallet. But yeah, it was it. it wow, yeah, being surrounded. It, 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 it's not, it, 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 it sounds it funny, but I, I'm I actually being I'm being very nah, I'm being very very like honest he- here. Like it, it 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 happens. It 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 does happen, and you know. I guess because we're 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 men, we're supposed to just take it in stride, but it, it does happen. Mm-hmm. It does happen. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to consider when when everything opens back up in twenty twenty seven or whenever the hell this thing is over. Oh, no. um, <laughs> to make sure that you you have the proper security that people you know keep their distance a little bit but you know yeah. you have fans that's why we wanted you on this we know that people love you people have been following you for years like i said i don't want to put numbers hey, out listen, there for you but listen people have listen, been following listen, you for a I, while i feel blessed to to be in this business for this long and still be relevant still have the love for it still have a fan base that's still growing and still be be able to be discovered and people like yo who is this guy i never i've never i don't know who he is that's the best thing to play for somebody who's never heard you play before you know so i i it's Mm. i've i you know i i i'm not ashamed that i've been in the business this long i think me being in the business this long makes me exactly who i am so nice and who you are is the natural born club killer (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So, say so you want to ask him anything else before we wrap? No, up? just keep the tunes flinging, please, and thanks. No problem. Just, just uh, as long as I can, I, I, I will. I think, um, I think I fell in love with music again. Nice. You know, I think I fell in love with music Aww. again. Just doing these lives, and you know, understanding that. Uh, the crowd I play for is smart. They do know music. And even if they don't know music, I trust and believe that if I think something is good, they can get a, appreciation for it. And I love opening up people to uh, music they never heard before. Um, uh, you know, I think the problem that happened with some of the DJs that were going live and stopped is because they ran out of music to play. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, so wow. um, you know, y'all can holler at me too if y'all want. I, you know, email y'all some stuff. <laughs> I need. He he doesn't know. Definitely. I mean, I want that produced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need some. Yeah, I need some. You know, just hit me up. Yes, definitely will. You you guys heard it. We have it recorded, so he can't take it back. No backsies. <laughs> um, <laughs> this has been great. Once again, this is this is wonderful. This has been really great. You dropped some serious gems for people. I hope they took notes on what you said, gave them advice. We are thrilled that you are on the podcast. Kevin Crown Music on everything. You guys look him up. Tune in 9 to 12 Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday for his morning show. Yes. And just stay up to date with the yes. Born yes. Popular. Wow. I'm really happy that we got him on here to really tell us about the pivoting as a DJ. Cause I don't, listen, I don't think he bragged enough because very early on in the quarantine, he started his morning show. And from 
jump. It was crystal clear. The sound was amazing. He had lots of energy from early in the morning. I mean, he was bringing a lot of people joy from the early months. Absolutely. He also, um, you know, there were a lot of people going live, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. everyone just decided, all right, I'm going to jump on the live. I'm going to jump on the live. What I liked about Kevin Crown is he gave you a schedule. Join me nine to 10, this 12. This is a show. This is, you know, the time that I'm going to be on so that people can get familiar with that and can actually tune in at those times, knowing he has a regular slot. Um, I love that he gave people the opportunity to sponsor like Soka say so, um, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you know, got to support the things. Um, yeah. when people are doing things. You got to support it. So yeah, I also, you know what I love? I love knowing that he's very strategic. You know, he's like, I am about building a brand. I'm about creating a legacy. Uh, you know, he does more than DJing. He he has his PL90 fitness team. He has, you know, other things in the works that he talked about at our, um, the live rant and rave at our, our business event. Um, so I, I love that he's very strategic, you know. Yeah. And I love that he was talking about how cautious he is at the Fets. You know, it seems like he's thinking about a lot of things. He's taking precautions to make sure that his family stays healthy. He stays healthy. His friends stay healthy. Seems Sounds like he's doing the right things. I mean, as much as you can do in the in these crazy times. I mean, I, I'm just staying in my bunker. But he's <laughs> taking precautions going outside on the streets. Yeah. Well, hey, he's got to stay top of mind, right? I love what he said. I feel like it was an ad for Dish Shit Consulting where he's like, yo, take professional photos, fix your bio, make sure that people understand who you are, what you do and what you offer. So many people take that for granted. And yo, I have to say, because he was real polite with it and I don't have to be. (laughs) <laughs> there, are, there are quite a few DJs who used to complain, yo, Kevin Crown is getting booked. I'm not getting booked. I'm not getting booked. The playing field is level. You could go live too. You could build your brand too. You could cultivate your audience too. Right now he is still putting in that work. And what are you doing? Hmm. I don't know what they're doing, but I know what I want to do. <laughs> what you always want to do. <laughs> I want to rave. <laughs> As usual, I mean, even in my bunker, I can rave. (laughs) (laughs) Since we were talking to uh, one of the top DJs in New York and arguably, you know, around the world, uh, Kevin Crown, I want to give a throwback. Here is Square One with Turn It Up. Turn it up, 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 turn it up
song sounds like a chant, yo. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up. Mr. DJ, turn it up. <laughs> we need it. We need soca music right now. Give us some joy. Give us some life. Come on, DJ. Give me some real tunes. For real. For real. Music is being released. You know, I love to see the DJs who are like, I got that new whatever, you know, <laughs> the new music. Soka is still being released. We still need to support it. We still need to big up our artists, big up our DJs for pushing the music. It's important to the culture, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious to know what some of your fa- who some of your favorite DJs are. Uh, what are they doing in this moment? Uh, <laughs> have they gone quiet? Are they putting in that work right now? Leave us a comment. Let us know. Absolutely. And also make sure you are following us. Follow Soka Say So on all social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Follow Dish Chick on all social media or go to D-Y-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. And of course, subscribe to the podcast go to bkrantandrave.com. Okay, bye.